0: Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. I'm your host, Philip Renner. I am so excited about what God is about to do in your life. He is about to make all things new. In fact, he's already done it on the cross. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus, which means that wherever you go and whatever you do, you bring Christ into the room which means that you shift the atmosphere in fact you can turn to your neighbor and you can say that you are an atmosphere shifter because wherever you go christ walks into the room with you it's an honor to speak to you today and i want to encourage you if this is the first time that you're ever listening to this podcast first of all subscribe and share this with somebody else. Because everyone needs to know how to bring the resurrection power of Christ. Everyone needs to become an atmosphere shifter. And the truth is, it's not very hard. All you have to do is spend time in the presence of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And someone who was a really good example of that was Gideon. Now, we already talked about how Gideon thought to himself that I'm a nobody, how Gideon was the least, the most unqualified person that you could choose to bring revival to the land. But number one, when God called Gideon, we talked about this in the previous podcasts, but when God called Gideon, he was doing something. So if you're just waiting for God to use you and you're not doing anything right now, you're not serving in your church You're not expanding Your capabilities, you're not working on yourself. You're not developing Yourself then God's probably not going to use you But if you're constantly working on yourself, if you're faithful in the little God will give you much and I know that you're listening to this podcast because you are a faithful person God is going to use you in a mighty way the second thing that we talked about was that Gideon when he was approached by God God received his sacrifice Gideon said these words he said you're not going anywhere until I bring you a sacrifice. Now what that really is, it's a heart of worship. It's saying I am gonna worship you with all of my heart, with everything that is on the inside of me and you're not going anywhere until I bring you my worship. Worship is not just songs. It's not just melodies that we sing. Worship is a sacrifice. That's the way worship is described in the Bible. It's when you give what is valuable to God and you say, God, you can have my all. Here is everything that I have. And we looked at the story of Gideon and the Bible says that he didn't give a gift that didn't mean anything to him. He went back home, which took hours to get back home. Then he found the goat, he prepared the meal, That's another couple of hours at least and then he came back and he gave his sacrifice to the Lord and the Bible says that it was consumed by fire and here is what I really want to talk about I want to talk about the fire of God because when we are consumed by fire all the impurities All the stuff, all the thoughts that should not be there are burned. Because all the stuff that will try to put you down, that will try to stop you, that will be like a weight on your ankles, all that stuff has got to burn. And when you're being cleansed by the fire, you come out and you look differently. And this is really where I wanna start the teaching today is Gideon was completely different when he spent time with the Lord. You see, when you have a true encounter with Jesus, you're gonna talk different, you're gonna walk different, everything you do is gonna be different because you know whom you serve, you know who Is behind you who goes before you who is beside you in fact that's what st. Patrick said when he was going to the pagans who worshiped other gods he knew that him preaching Christ could mean that he would be burned at the stake but because of st. Patrick Ireland has seen revival the reason why he had that fervor The reason why he understood that revival will come regardless of what man says is because he had been in the fire he said these words Christ with me Christ before me Christ behind me Christ in me Christ beneath me Christ above me Christ on my right Christ on my left Christ when I lie down Christ when I sit down Christ when I arise Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me Christ in every eye that sees me Christ in every ear that hears me the reason why he spoke like that was because he understood the fire of God and when you have been in the fire you look different. And you want everyone to experience that fire. Recently, I've been singing a song, clean my hands, purify my heart. I want to burn for you. Only you. Yeah. I've just been thinking about that. I've been meditating on that. You see, when you've been in the fire, you look differently you talk differently you walk differently gideon when he came out of the fire when he came out of his encounter with the king of kings and the lord of glory the bible says the bible implies that he was different because when you first hear about gideon he's all by himself he doesn't have people around him he's not a leader But when he got out of that fire, the fire of God, people looked at him differently. They saw something differently about him. And when you come out of the fire, when you're in the presence of God, you're never just there for yourself and for you to feel good. It's about an assignment. And if you've been truly touched by the fire, an assignment will always follow. And I want you to open up with me, Judges chapter six, verse 25. Now check this out. Verse 25, chapter six. That night the Lord said to Gideon, take the second bull from your father's herd, the one that is seven years old, pull down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the asherah pole standing beside it then build an altar to the Lord your God here on this hilltop sanctuary laying the stones carefully sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on the altar using as fuel the wood of the asherah pole you cut down he has just been told get rid of Of your father's idol Baal now this is very prophetic of where we are in America right now because the way you would worship Baal was through human sacrifice this is how far how far the people of Israel had gone from God they were sacrificing their own babies to Baal now Really, this is a prophetic picture of America because we have had the altar of Baal in our nation for 50 years. And when I preach about this, I speak about abortion. And I say, how can revival come when the altar of Baal is in the midst of us? But praise the Lord. God is moving. God is shaking. And roe versus wade has been overturned because people praying and seeking god and i believe that there is going to be a wave of revival that is going to hit this nation like never before because the altar has been taken down but look at this it wasn't just the altar was taken down it was it was destroyed annihilated But in the place of that altar was a true place of worship to God think about that God wants us to get rid of the junk in our lives in our nation and in place of that junk bring worship to the center and it's powerful because when Gideon did this he knew That he was risking his life your calling your calling is going to cost you everything it's going to cost you your finances it's going to cost you your reputation it's going to cost you your emotions it's going to cost you everything but don't worry because god is with you i believe that the gift of faith was on gideon when he did this. But the Bible says he did it at night. He didn't know how to do it in the day. (laughs) He did it at night. The Bible says he was afraid. But here's the thing. You just got to do what God tells you to do. Even if you're afraid, do it. It's the people that say, oh, I'm going to do it. And then they don't do anything those people are not following God but sometimes there's different people people that say oh man I'm so afraid and I'm so unworthy to do this but I am gonna do it because you are calling me to do it because I can feel the fire because they've had an encounter with God and that encounter does not just affect you but it affects other people around you. Verse 27, so Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord had commanded. His servants, his friends looked at him and said, wow, you're different. We don't know where you've been or who you've been talking to, but there's just something different about you. And that's what people are gonna say about you, my friend. They're going to say, there's just something different about you. You were weak. You weren't confident. But now, it just seems like you've been in the fire. It seems like you've had an encounter with the Lord Almighty. Verse 27 So Gideon took 10 of his men, his servants, and did as the Lord had commanded. But he did it at night because he was afraid of the other members of his father's household and the people of the town. Verse 28. Early the next morning, as the people of the town began to stir, someone discovered that the altar of Baal had been broken down and that the Asherah pole beside it had been cut down. In their place a new altar had been built, and on it were the remains of the bull that had been sacrificed. The people said to each other who did this and after asking around and making a careful search they learned that it was gideon the son of joash bring out your son the men of the town demanded he must die for destroying the altar of baal and for cutting down the asherah pole think about this think how far the people of Israel were from God they're like we're gonna kill the guy who took down the altar of Baal they have completely forgotten about all the wonders they've forgotten about how God was faithful in the wilderness they've forgotten friends people have forgotten about the faithfulness of God but the Gideons are rising I'm going to say that again the gideon's are rising and the altars of baal are falling and they're not just falling but they are being replaced with places of worship to the king of kings and the lord of lords they wanted to kill gideon but look what happened this is so powerful verse 31 but joash shouted to the mob that confronted him. Why are you defending Baal? Will you argue his case? Whoever pleads his case will be put to death by morning. If Baal truly is a God, let him defend himself and destroy the one who broke down his altar. From then on, Gideon was called Jerub Baal, which means let Baal defend himself because he broke down. Baal's altar. In other words, because, because of the courage, because of the fire that was on Gideon, God changed his destiny and the people changed his name. What it means is this, this is the one that showed Baal who was boss. You see, when you're in the fire, your destiny is completely changed friends I want to tell you get in the fire have an encounter with God spend time with the Lord Almighty and your name will be changed your destiny will be changed people will look at you different they'll say who have you been with and you will reply I've been in the fire come and get in the fire with me you have to have an encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And guys, this is what it truly is to shift the atmosphere. You see, there was a shifting taking place, and now the enemy is not happy. In fact, the Bible says in verse 33 soon afterward, the armies of Midian, Amalek, And the people of the east formed an alliance against Israel and crossed the Jordan, camping in the valley at Jezreel. So because Baal has been taken down, because he knows that his days are numbered, the enemy says, Okay, I'm going to get all of the armies that I can and I'm going to throw it all at Israel and we'll just see. You know the enemy may be speaking to you right now he may be tempting you right now saying oh we'll just see i'm going to throw sickness at you i'm going to throw temptation at you i'm going to throw all this stuff at you i'm going to throw depression at you i'm going to throw bitterness at you i'm going to throw it all at you and we'll just see but look at what gideon does this is so powerful verse 34. Then the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon with power. He blew the ram's horn as a call to arms. And the men of the clan of Abiezer came to him. He also sent messengers throughout Manasseh, Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, summoning their warriors and all of them. Then Gideon said to God, If you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel, As you promised prove it to me in this way I will put a wool fleece on the threshing floor tonight if the fleece is wet with dew in the morning but the ground is dry then I will know that you are going to help me rescue Israel as you promised now let's talk about this sign because Gideon does not have a Holy Spirit you see when you get a word from God You know, you absolutely know that God spoke to you. You have a much closer relationship with God than Gideon did because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. It was like bursts of the power of God. But what you have is the Holy Spirit on the inside of you 24-7. You see, Gideon did not have access to the fire of God on a constant basis, but you do. Every single morning, you can get in the presence of God. Every single morning, you can spend time with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Every single morning, you can spend time in the fire. The fire only came upon Gideon at times, but you have the fire 24-7. I'm going to say that again. You have the fire of God 24-7. So when God gives you an assignment, you don't have to question that assignment. You know on the inside. How do you know it's God's voice? Peace. It doesn't have to make sense. All the pieces don't have to fit together. But if there is peace on the inside of you, you know that you know that you know. And if you need more encouragement, you don't have to ask for a sign. You can just say, baptize me in your fire once again. God, I want to burn for you. Cleanse my heart. Purify me. I want to burn for you and I want everyone to know and see that I am burning for you so I believe that God has spoken to some of you today and you've been asking for a fleece now the amazing thing about this story is I truly believe that the fleece was for the people of Israel to see that God was with him you see Gideon had had his encounter. He knew, but the people of Israel did not. They needed a sign because they had not been in the fire. So he gathered all of Israel, all of the warriors together, and they see this sign and wonder, and they understand, wow, God is truly with us. But I want to speak over you. You don't need a sign all the time. Jesus said that it's a perverse generation that is always asking for a sign. You know the spirit of God. John 10:27 My sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. So I declare over you, whatever the assignment is, God has given you the victory I'm going to say that again God has given you the victory because when you do what he tells you to do you're going to do it with Holy Ghost fire you're going to do it with resurrection power you're going to do it with the wisdom of Holy Spirit and I want to pray for you right now I want you to lift up your hands with me right now, and I want you to be crying out for the fire of God. Just say, God, I want your fire. God, I want to burn for you. I need an encounter with you, God. I want to spend time in your presence, and I want everyone around me to know that I have been in the fire. And get ready because the fire comes and then the assignment comes and you don't need a sign to know that God has called you you already know because the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you thank you Jesus for your power thank you for your glory thank you for your might thank you for your strength God you are faithful You're such a good God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that for everyone who's listening right now, everyone who will be listening to this, the encounter is changing their destiny. That just like Gideon was known as Jerubbaal, the one who showed Baal who was boss, you are going to show the enemy who is boss through your people and right now you're changing their destiny in the name of Jesus I want to burn for you and I know the people that are listening right now they want to burn for you in the name of Jesus Amen Wow this has been so powerful we're going to continue to talk about Gideon because the assignments just grow. When you're faithful with one assignment, God is gonna give you another assignment. And that's what I wanna talk about in the next podcast because it's just powerful that God could use the most unqualified person to bring revival, to bring freedom to the whole nation. If God can do that, for Gideon. God can do that for you. This has been powerful. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe, share this with somebody, somebody that needs to burn with the fire. And I want to give you an opportunity. We are a ministry that goes and we shock the darkness, which means we go to the places that the darkness does not expect us. We go to the places where we need to tear down the altars of the enemy. And we replace those altars with places of worship. Revival is not just a spark. Revival is a movement. So I want to encourage you to be a part of that movement. If you want to partner with us, just go to philipbrenner.com you can give a one-time gift or become a monthly partner everywhere we go you go with us and together we shift the atmosphere if you're a pastor and you want to get the books then go and get the books everywhere where books are sold every single platform there's worship without limits and there's a fasted life I believe that these will be tools that will equip you and your team to shift the atmosphere. Wherever you go, God is fighting for you. He's beside you. He's behind you. He's in front of you. He's paving the way and he's truly teaching you to shift the atmosphere.